Chris Wendelkin, and this is On the Line, the NBA Finals podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at onthelinepod underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Hop into a deep dive, a draft. All the old episodes are up there. Last, if you could rate, review, subscribe to the show on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, I greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We are talking today about last night's uh, Game 5 in Toronto. Golden State comes back to steal one against the Raptors, and obviously the absolutely devastating, heartbreaking injury to Kevin Durant. There's just no other other way to put it. Soul-crushing. I mean, just it sucks. It sucks. He was playing so well. He looked so great. And... uh, of course, he just plants his foot, and now we're hearing that uh, it's sounding like he has ruptured his Achilles tendon. So, um, devastating news for fans of the NBA, and uh, yeah, so here it is. Uh, ben and I are going to talk a little bit about last night's game, what it means for KD moving forward, and uh, we'll see if the Golden State Warriors can get back into the series. Here it is, the conversation with the one, the only, my co-host, Ben Crow. All right, Ben Cross back on the line for a quick micropod chat about aye, last aye, night's aye. game five in Toronto. The Warriors defeated the Raptors 106 to 105 to uh, bring the series to three games to two. We're headed back to the Bay Area for game six. We also also lost Kevin Durant to an absolutely devastating injury. Ben, what looks like now a ruptured Achilles tendon is, I think, what what we're believing now uh after yeah being away from they the are for a month, rehabbing a calf sprain so they are awaiting the results of an mri uh scheduled for today right. so nothing is official yet but all indications are that it is a ruptured achilles yeah um i mean ben, that's I'm, what i'm i'm just like lost lost for words how, how are yeah. you feeling this morning it's 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 totally it's just like dumbfounding yeah. and uh you know it it makes you speechless and yeah. shell-shocked and sad and um all those cliche uh words that you use when this happens but yeah. this one feels different than yeah. like basically any sports injury i can r- really remember because of the context it's just so yeah it's so crazy and i and i said this kind of jokingly on uh, on our text thread last night mm. um but the more I've I've kind of had to time to think about it and like sleep on it, it, it I feel uh, <laughs> partly guilty. Uh, I think we all should feel partly mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not for causing this injury. I think, uh, as Bob Myers said, um, there is should probably be no one to blame for this. But if there is someone, Bob Myers said that it should be him as the president of basketball operations um, for the Golden State Warriors. Um, there's of course you know the, the training staff for the Warriors that cleared Kevin. There's Kevin himself who chose to play, um, you know, knowing knowing how his body felt. Um, but whatever, that's totally uh, I think um, irrelevant and stupid to to try to you know assign blame at this point. Um, uh, but but the thing that I that I feel more than anything is is just like like the sort of like grossness of like the whole past uh you know month plus of of kind of reaction to i mean month plus and then on top of that the entire you know whatever like 
<laughs> most of Kevin Durant's career, especially the past, uh, you know, two years when he was on this team. Um, and then, uh, more specifically than that, the past year when, uh, his whole free agency was looming over the team. And then more specifically than that, the whole past month when the t- team kind of regained its, uh, you know, its early funness, uh, without him, uh, on the sidelines, it's all like the whole thing just feels like, like we've just done this dude so bad. And of course, like I'm speaking about like the general, mm-hmm. you know, the general mainstream way. media, but of course, uh, you and I too, yeah. you know, yeah. joking around, it's like, whatever, he was a really, uh, fun dude to joke around about. Uh, he, he gave us a lot of fucking content. Well, and... it was a really fun situation to joke around about too, because like there was there, I mean, the facts are the facts, like the team was, they were like the death star when he played for them because they were oh, just yeah. like invincible. And then yeah. when he got hurt and the team had to rely on their older, on the old superstars, the old stars, the splash brother warriors, they became yeah. fun. They became less yeah. like the death star and more like the underdoggy unsung kind of team. And it was like, Oh, this is the fun warriors again. So there was, was that there was the death star, Kevin Durant warriors and the fun warriors without Kevin Durant. And it became yeah. this game that I feel like you and I and everyone else in the, you know, national media and NBA fan like world started participating in. Which yeah. Was there like, isn't a single person that I, that I listened to or read in that time period that was like, uh, this team is not as much fun without Kevin Durant. Everyone was like having right. a fucking blast. Yeah. Um, people who loved the Warriors, people who didn't love the Warriors. I mean, you know, obviously there were people who were like, um, Kevin Durant's still really good, guys. Uh, the team would be better if he came back, um, which obviously logically made a lot of sense. But um, but what we were talking about was, the, yeah, the whole like vibe of the team. And at the time, it seemed like a perfectly har- like harmless um, pastime yes. to to partake in that because his initial injury, the, the right calf uh, tear, uh, not a strain, because uh, as others have noted, the strain is not really a thing. It was a, a right calf tear. Obviously, now we know a very serious one. But, you know, it was, that's an injury that's not um, unrecoverable. It's, it's you know, uh, we all were like, okay, it's not that big a deal. It's just like he's not going to play in the playoffs. Um, maybe he'll come back in the finals. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. So it didn't seem like we were, you know, we weren't reveling in this guy's misfortune, um, I mean, we were no. more just kind of, you know, delighting in, in the, the circumstances and, and the yeah, idea no. of like, oh, could the Warriors win a championship without them? It's, How crazy would that be? It's a crazy, like, there was a lot of like fun storylines. It's a crazy notion that, take it out of the sports context, that you could lose like one of your best, I don't know, employees or like one of your best assets yeah. and the collective the team the business though the whatever could actually perform better than it right. had before or it was just a fun as well. test of just how yeah. good they were yeah, it was a yeah. fun test of the different styles of play it exactly. was like just a, a cool like kind of experiment to observe but we were um, we definitely were not in support of like anyone potentially doing something dangerous to themselves like hurting no themselves. my god yeah so it was my nothing god. like nothing like that but yeah. um yeah, man. but yeah, I mean, now, the, like as soon as it it happened, and it's weird. Um, I like my initial, like my like for the first like second that he went down, I was like, the, I I honestly did feel like a a quick pang of like, ooh, nice. Now he won't be able to play, and the Raptors will have a greater chance of winning the game and the series because mm. I am rooting for the Raptors. Um, obviously the the fans in the arena had you know a, a more kind of prolonged and um 
and uh, pronounced display of of um, you know of joy at his demise, which was thankfully really quickly tamped down by uh, the Toronto players. Uh, all credit to yeah. them, uh, Lowry and Siakam and Abaka, who kind of said like, "Guys, <laughs> this is not this is cool." Not okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> like actually not about life. I mean, I get it. You know, as a, as a, as a sports fan, yeah. especially like in in the actual arena, um, you know, your emotions are are, are completely. A- a- out of whack and and i'm not like blaming the toronto fans um uh for that happening it's you know it happens in sports whatever mm-hmm. uh they, they kind of quickly i think realize their error um but but yeah like uh, within a second you're just overcome with like oh fuck and then mm-hmm. so i you know my initial assumption was like oh a re-injury a re-aggravation of the calf strain yeah. but then you were the one who yeah. pointed out on text thread that when he went down he wasn't holding his calf he was holding his ankle yeah um, I and I say, forget. I knew right away. I because yeah. when he initially hurt his calf, I don't know if you remember that series, the the, the game against Houston. But like the initial speculation when Reggie right. Miller called the game, of course, was like, thanks That's to Reggie Julius. Miller, he yeah. was the one. So actually, this whole situation vindicates. Uh, Dr. Miller um, <laughs> for his initial prognosis, um, which did in fact end up becoming true. So, congrats to Reggie Miller. Congrats, Reggie. That must TNT feel wonderful. Yeah. commentator Reggie Miller and yeah. part-time doctor. Um, yeah, fantastic work by him. Yeah, but Reggie, uh, Reggie Miller called it when it happened against Houston. He was like, "That looks like an Achilles. That looks like like an Achilles." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, relax. Can we get, have him tested? Whatever it was." And then right, when right. he went down at this, when he went down last night during the game, he grabbed his foot, his heel, right away, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's not a good sign." And also, I, I I found it interesting because like, do you remember maybe two minutes before his injury, there was a play where he tumbled, like he was diving for a loose ball. Does that? Yeah, really over I think over Abaka, they yeah, were they exactly. got tangled up and he fell exactly. over him. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I was like, oh my god! I I I was I I was yeah. honestly I'll say I was very nervous the whole time watching him. Like yeah. he was playing so brilliantly, I thought it was incredible. But I was like. He was- there he was has the to old be. Kevin. He was just knocking down know, dagger man. three-pointers. He, he had, what, like 11 points in the first quarter? He looked, like, so great. He looked so great yeah. in those first, what did he play, like 12, 14 minutes, whatever it was. And as soon as he went down that first time diving for the loose ball over Ibaka, I was like, oh, no, 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 don't do that, Kevin. Don't do that. Like, please don't take any risks. Yeah. And when I had that thought, I was like, then what is he doing out there? Because, yeah. frankly, if you look at the play where he injured himself, Ben, like, that's a pretty standard basketball play. Oh, yeah. He was just planting his foot. Yeah. yeah. He just, like, took a jab step, right? Like, he yeah. was backing down uh, whoever it was that was guarding him. He was just backing him down. It was Ibaka again, Ibaka, yeah. right. He was just backing mm-hmm. him down, took a step, and then all of a sudden, like, recoiled. And it's like, yeah, if it was as simple of a play as that that was going to tear his Achilles, then yeah, I think then that's, like, probably pretty telling Then he shouldn't have been out there to begin with yeah you know what i mean yeah it's just it's just like fucking tragic and it's like it 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 really it's so stupid to be like oh karma blah 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 but it's like it's almost like the gods were like oh you guys didn't want Mm -hmm. kevin durant on the warriors well now you never deserved him his yeah now he's fucked and now like i hope you're happy his entire career could be fucked um which is like yeah it's just devastating like to to go from to like having fun and 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 <laughs> and like being like okay whatever he's Kevin Durant he's one of the best three players uh alive and you know like he'll be fine like we, you know and then suddenly it's like oh god like and he and the reason he sustained this injury was o- almost to prove to everyone like no I fucking want this like I 
am a champion. I love mm. basketball. I love my team. I love my teammates, and I want to do this for them. And he fucking suffered for it, and yeah, it just makes me feel so shitty. And I feel whatever. I mean, I, <laughs> I think feel a really. Lot. I, th- I think a lot bad. about the. Yeah, I hear you. I think a lot about like this social media echo chamber that we live in now. Of course, and yeah. Like, you know, it does this. This feels like a Greek tragedy, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, like this feels. It's like, ironic on so many levels. Yeah, where it feels, yeah, it feels like epic, like like a Greek epic tragedy of like someone yeah. who we didn't deserve, who we like right. goaded and goaded and goaded into doing something against his best interests, and then when he acquiesced and did right what when we he wanted, when he when he did the thing that we all wanted him to do, like he, be be tough, be gritty, you know, right, blah, 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 he harmed blah. himself immeasurably, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I think about the social media echo chamber that we live in and like this situation does feel uniquely 2019, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, does Kevin Durant do this? Does Kevin Durant make this decision 20 years ago, 15 years ago? If there isn't, you know, if there aren't like DMs and Instagram trolls, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd push back a little bit on that. Yeah. I think the training staff is, is responsible enough and the team right. around him is responsible enough to, to like, I mean, w- you know, whatever. In, right? Obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. They made a mistake. They made a huge fucking error. He should not have been playing in that game. It's easy. It's yeah. very, very easy to say that now. Yeah. Um, but they were also down 3-1, uh, right. you know, on the road right. um, with their whole, you know, kind of legacy on, yeah. the, on the line. And, you know, I at the time, I, I don't remember really thinking like, oh, God, this is a terrible mistake. He shouldn't be out there. Um, you know, I, th- I think that uh, I mean, there when was... You saw, when you saw, like, the pregame warm-ups with him, like, dunking alley-oops and stuff, you're like, damn, I mean, he looks pretty agile. I don't know. But, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, like, fuck. I mean... But it's, it's just one of those things, man. And, yeah. like, I don't know. He's just got such fucking skinny, long legs. And, at, like... I, I'm honestly kind of surprised he hasn't suffered something like this earlier in his career right, right. Um, with the body type that he has. And yeah. um, I mean, yeah, it's it's it just sucks, man. It it's, sucks so much. And if he can't come back and I mean, I guess, you know, guys, guys have done it. You know, Kobe was still somewhat effective after his injury. Um, but obviously it's a real, it's devastating real injury. short. Yeah. yeah, it's a real, real short window you have and, I and would a real say steep Kevin Durant, uh, decline. Kevin Durant is probably the most high-profile guy to ever, you know, have this injury at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, right. I mean, by the time Kobe yeah. had it, he was Dominique well past Wilkins his prime. was like the end of his career. Boogie Cousins wasn't the same level of player as Kevin Durant. And, and right. obviously the uh, jury is still out on Boogie if he'll ever be the same player that he was. But yeah, in terms yeah. of like immediate reaction, it's interesting and like maybe telling, I haven't, I haven't really thought really even once very seriously about the future of like the Knicks, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Nets, the Celtics, or any of those teams. It makes me, it, it honestly makes me feel icky to even like exactly entertain those thoughts. Exactly. Obviously I, I am entertaining them, but um, I haven't. It's interesting. But, as soon as he got hurt, I didn't think about any of those teams even once after Kevin Durant got hurt. And it yeah. really, it just really didn't dawn on me. And all I could help was feel like really sad for Kevin who wanted to play so badly that he maybe didn't err on the side of caution and like have any regard for his health. And I'm just not sure like if this were any other scenario of Katie 
would have played, right? Like if it was a regular season game, he doesn't play. Oh, no no way, no way. If it's a round one game, if it's a round two game, if it's a round three playoff game, he doesn't play. If it's an NBA Finals game and the Warriors have the lead, or if they're tied, he probably doesn't even play. But I think, you know, I, I think he felt like some sense of responsibility like some like emotional responsibility to his teammates and that sucks right because your your pride and your sense of like duty should never really come before your health right and i think it's like a cultural thing like that's what we've been talking about like our culture sort of glamorizes toughness right like yeah we romanticize like playing through pain and toughing it out and in all walks of life it's not just sports you know like my dad i think of my dad who it's like a point of pride when he talks about like how insanely hard he works and his long work hours and you know it's like oh yeah of course dad you know how was your day oh okay you know i had a 12 hour day at work and it's like that's insane like that's not something you should feel good about and my dad didn't take a sick day for like 25 exactly. years and was and was like bragging about it constantly yeah it's like, like we should not be <laughs> bragging about this stuff and as yeah. a culture it's like a badge of honor like to gut it out to grind it out and yeah. it's great and that's great until it's not and last night it was not great at all and losing kevin durant yeah, to a torn achilles is awful it's it's awful for the nba it's awful for us as fans it's you know maybe awful for the warriors who cares about the warriors but mainly it's awful for kevin durant like that's the person who really lost the most you know and i hope like hell that like he's at peace with his decision to play last night because i just i feel so bad for the guy i know i know i just think like how fucked up and and, who cares like i said who cares about the knicks who cares about the warriors who cares about the lake like none of these all these like little fan bases chiming in it's so like selfish and so self-involved like honestly everyone's gonna be fine like ever like all these all these fan bases all these fans all these teams everyone's gonna be totally fine it's kevin durant who doesn't get to play basketball for i don't know a year an all-time great player whose career just changed completely yeah and yeah it sucks it sucks so much to think about like the like what the what the reaction would be if he hadn't played and the warriors had lost and the entire fucking summer of like questioning his desire and his will and all that shit manlyhood and like yeah uh, and like was he ever makes me feel so dark and gross yeah man really god damn it yeah 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 yeah. it's so fucked up i mean yeah yeah it's a it's there's like no good there's no good moral here (laughs) no man Let's talk a little bit about um, the game itself. Yeah, there was a game. As, there as was a completely fucking insane game so uh, we <laughs> that they talk, still played. Let's talk a little bit about the reaction of the fans to the injury and then how that kind of like permeated the game. I did feel, I don't know if you felt this way, that there was this like haunted atmosphere in the arena. Like, did, Yeah, did I mean the whole sense? vibe of, yeah, every everything from, from then on felt, felt a little weird and a little off. And... Yeah. Um, you know, it, it didn't seem like, I don't know, I couldn't really, I didn't really get a, a, a read on like, I, I didn't really buy the whole like narrative of like, oh, after the crowd reacted like that, the Warriors like got energized and decided right. to like win this one for Kevin, like or right. any of that bullshit. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think the players actually did a pretty good job of like kind of composing themselves and, yeah. and just, uh, keeping focused on, on the task at hand. Then of course, Kawhi, um, had that absolutely, you know, what will probably be forgotten to history, but a, a completely like legendary, yeah. uh, run in the fourth quarter yeah. where he goes he uh, part, for 10 yeah. straight. 
Yeah, and it, it was like, of course, of like of all people, like this guy would would be able to like block out emotions and distractions right. <laughs> and just bear down. And I remember thinking, like in the third, I, I don't even know if he sc- he scored in the third quarter, um, but it was kind of like you know, on the last episode we were talking all about how the third quarter right. is the is the quarter where the Raptors and Kawhi come out. And, That's where they're going to win, and, it, right? and yeah, yeah and, and make their uh, make their presence felt, whatever. And that didn't happen at all, and they were still trailing by I think um, like ten or or twelve in the fourth. Um, and then, and then, but I was like, you know, I have a feeling if it's not happening in the third, Kawhi's saving something uh, in the tank for the fourth. And sure enough, he went on, uh, the Raptors went on like a 12-2 run. I think Kawhi scored like 10 straight points uh, to take a six-point lead with three minutes left. And at that point, oh, so, all right, on top of all this, I haven't even, we haven't even talked about like my actual individual watching experience, yeah. <laughs> um, which was... Amazing. I mean, whatever, a completely insignificant part of this whole story. But so I was watching the game, um, uh, you know, in my bedroom uh, on my computer, and with about um, maybe nine or eight or nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, my two and a half year old son, Teo, uh, starts screaming from his bedroom. Um, which, you know, he's a toddler. He cries sometimes at night. Um, but we could both, like my wife and I could both tell like, oh, this is probably not great. We should go check on him. Um, so we went down, uh, yada, yada, the whole parenting thing. He had a fever. So very quickly I was like, I'm, I can't be like the husband who's like, sorry, honey, it's the fourth quarter. Like you deal. (laughs) Um, so, so I closed my laptop. Um, I was like, it's all good. I can, whatever happens, uh, took, took care of my son. Uh, felt good about that. Uh, he's fine. He just has a fever. Um, he, we'd had to like read with him in bed for like an hour and a half. Uh, uh, but then he eventually fell back asleep. So yada, yada, everything was fine. Um, but I, I like had a feeling, I think by the time I stopped watching the, it was like a four point game, but I was just like, I had a feeling that the Raptors would pull it out. I was just like, like they weren't hitting threes like all night, but they were still hanging around. And I was like, if they just have a couple threes drop, if Kawhi takes over, uh, I don't see what, yeah, I don't see what else Golden State has left in the tank, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just had like a good feeling about it. And then I think at one point I like, I may have like glanced at my phone real quick, um, uh, you know, in and out of like going up and down stairs to like get medicine or whatever. Mm. Um, and I, and I saw that the Raptors were leading 103 to 97. Um, or no, yeah, I think it was something like that. Um, or maybe, yeah, I think it was something like that. Um, and I was like, okay, shit, I should have just not looked. I'll, I want to save the surprise for the next, for tomorrow morning. Right. Um, so I turned my phone off, um, and decided, uh, but like at that point I was kind of like, oh, so I think the rap, I'm pretty sure the Raptors just won the NBA championship. Um, no big deal. Um, and then you texted, uh, so then aside from turning off my, you know, the, the game, I like, uh, silenced my phone, yada, yada, but I could tell it was buzzing with a few texts. Mm. Um, so I was assuming it was, you know, people responding to the NBA, the <laughs> Toronto Raptors winning the winning. NBA championship. Yeah. Um, I glanced at your text, uh, and all you said was I'm buzzing. Uh, I believe that was your, mm. your yeah, yeah, yeah. two, your two word, uh, text to me. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I think I know what that means. And then on top of all that, um, someone on uh, our other text thread sent the, or it was probably you, sent the, um, the clip of, um, of Bob Myers uh, and his emotional press conference yeah. uh, in which he revealed uh, uh, Durant's injury. And I watched that entire like minute and a half or two minute long video um, 
and and just the whole like tone i mean obviously he was distraught because of kevin's kevin durant's injury and nowhere in the video or like somewhere on screen did it say the final score of the game um and no one like mentioned it so i was just like oh this is a a distraught bob myers (laughs) who just lost the nba finals and on top of that now has to uh talk about his yeah. star player's career altering like, injury if you just and I was read like, his body okay, language if you're just yeah. reading his body language it's like oh my god this is and i was just like yeah. holy shit this is crazy yeah. i have to go to sleep it's like two in the morning yeah. and i haven't slept so um so i just went to bed and i was like all right we'll talk in the morning i told you i was like we'll talk in the morning obviously we have to discuss um what happened i'll watch the game <laughs> i'll wake up early and watch the rest of the fourth quarter so i'll you know have yeah, actually yeah. seen it but i'm pretty sure i know what happens and you didn't like say anything you didn't like correct me so i literally fell asleep thinking the raptors had won um because like how could they not have they were up six with three minutes left bob and myers Kawhi was leonard was crying. like <laughs> being a robot and bob myers was crying and like it was in trying like it's all it all just made such perfect sense um and so then i woke up and i and i think i just saw something on twitter actually I, like literally the moment that it i realized that they had not in fact won was uh was because of the uh, the cookies twitter feed uh talking about how jordan bell uh <laughs> it's like <laughs> durant durant goes down and jordan bell gets subbed in and they win yeah um and i was like wait wait that's a funny joke but wait does that doesn't make sense because i thought they didn't win and then i realized oh fuck they warriors yeah. won yeah. um so it was just a wild, like on top of the roller coaster of the previous night, it was a roller coaster figuring out what had happened um, for me personally, which is, yeah. again, very insignificant. I mean, but uh, just to, two minutes, 30 seconds left in the game, six point game. Five to shoot. Leonard's going to try another one. Pucks it in. Kawhi Leonard. Back to back threes. Yeah. It's, it's everything that you expect. Like I said, like Kawhi Leonard, like fit the part. It's everything you right. would expect. Leonard to the rim, pull up jumper, got it. Kawhi Leonard taking over here in Game Five. Man, what a two-minute stretch for Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is about to win the MVP, a Finals MVP. They're going to win on their home court. They're going to deliver yeah. the first championship in the history of the franchise. Two We've minutes. seen it before. This is what yeah. it looks like. Yeah, what, this like, is exactly the, the what The star it player like. takes over. The other, you know, the old beat-up champions have nothing left, and, you know, two, they go off into the night. Like, that's how this works. <laughs> two minutes, 30 seconds left, six-point game. Again, you like this is probably around the time you're glancing at your phone. You see the yeah. the, the Raptors are up by six. You're like, oh, they got it. Who, you know, it's in the bag. And then Clay Thompson drains a three. Clay finds Thompson. Thompson finds an opening. Three pointers up. It's good. Clay Thompson from downtown, and it's back to three. Cuts the lead to three points. Mm-hmm. Then with two minutes left, they get the ball back. Steph Curry misses a three to tie the game, and Boogie Cousins has a put-back dunk that's called right. offensive interference. Right, it's debatable right, right. about whether or not it was above the cylinder. They go to replay, and they rule it's it's offensive interference. The point doesn't count. And then, uh, so we're under two minutes. Do you remember this play, Kyle Lowry? This, to me, was a big one, where Lowry dribbles out the clock. He drives to the rim. The shot clock has like two or three seconds left. And for some reason, he kicks the ball out to the top of the key, throws like a long pass to Marc Gasol. They turn over the ball, and mm-hmm. they, ne- they never get a shot off. So Golden right, State, right, right. Do you Gold- remember that? Golden State gets the ball back with a minute 23. Curry gets a look, fires away, ties the game. Steph Curry from downtown. They get the ball back again. Clay Thompson drains a three. Iguodala back out to green. Thompson, one fake, one dribble, one shot. Got it! Golden State retakes the lead. It's nine straight points for the defending champs. And yeah. uh, 
away we go, man. Then it's just a series of miscues. Gasol misses a layup. Draymond has a backcourt violation. Um, yeah, it was a very weird, sloppy end of the game. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, Boogie had had the offensive goaltending, but then also had a defensive goaltending. I guess that was maybe before or maybe right after That's that right. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Lowry goaltending on Lowry with 29 seconds left. Uh, Lowry drives for a layup. Boogie blocks, goaltends it. The basket counts. Golden State's up by one point with 15 seconds left, or uh, under 30 seconds left. And uh, Boogie Cousins gets called for the offensive foul, setting a moving screen. Crazy fucking call. A like, rarely called Yeah, uh, foul. I would say infrequently called play, uh, called, called foul, yeah. And then the last uh, play of the game, Kawhi, top of the key, eight seconds left. He kind of jabs, stabs, penetrates a little bit. The double team shows. He kicks it over to Fred, who finds Lowry in the corner. Lowry yeah. puts up a bad-looking corner three. Draymond closes quickly. Draymond and closes quickly. Game over, and yeah. uh, an incredible Golden State win. So, yeah, so weird. Like it's such a weird mix of like, I, wow, that was awesome. But like, does it matter? I, I don't know, know, man. So I I want to wrap up here because I know you have things to do. But Ben, like going going forward, real quick, like what's the path here for Golden State? Like, first of all, do we think they they can pull off? the series win can they make it happen obviously it's just one game at a time so they got to win game six and yeah. are are we rooting for that like what what are we rooting for here? i don't know what the hell i'm rooting for now yeah, yeah. i like I, everything just feels like not uh, like everything feels not easy okay. yeah <laughs> yeah it feels kind of bad i mean I, i'm still i still like the raptors but part of me is like oh man like it would be emotionally like somewhat emotionally fulfilling to see the warriors come back now um you know right like it's such a like fucking corny ass like you know no. rudy like sports movie like sh- like Cliché. poorly written sports movie narrative yeah. but um but like if like, they actually came back and won win one um, for the Gipper, yeah <laughs> like that would be uh, i don't think it's possible i really just think toronto's too good and I mean, but at the same time, like, you can't account for, like, emotion and, like, being back in Oracle for one more game. Um, well, it is interesting. Like I mean, I, I think there is a cool narrative about them getting another crack at Oracle Arena, right? Because they, yeah. they were going to lose. They, they, they were going to close. If they lost last night, they were going to close down Oracle Arena on a loss, right? right? Yeah. And uh, it is cool that they get to go home and try to right the wrong and get a W on the home court. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't At the know, same man. time, Oracle now could be the site of a finals defeat because uh, obviously the last game wasn't going to be a, a, a deciding game. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool that they get one more one more crack at Oracle. Uh, no one really seemed very satisfied with that last uh, game four. Um, and what's uh, the recipe? What's the recipe for Golden State winning? It's just it seems like like ride emotion and just hit a shitload of threes and hope Toronto keeps from, missing. Bombs away from Stephen Clay and yeah, uh, I mean and and Toronto, you know they shot. I mean the reason that Toronto lost the game is they shot eight for thirty two from downtown, twenty five percent. I mean that's you know like I don't think that's going to happen again, again. But if it does, like they could lose again. Sure. So. Um, I don't know. Anything's possible. We shall see. All right, Ben, yeah. I'm going to let you go. Um, thanks for taking a couple minutes here to hop on the line. Uh, yeah. NBA, the NBA Finals continue on Thursday night, Game 6, back in the Bay Area. We're at Oracle Arena. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, ben, thanks for hopping on, and uh, we'll touch base in a little bit, man. As always, Chris. All right, talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. Later. All right, that was the conversation with Ben. 
My name's Chris Mandelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. Find me on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, OnTheLinePodcast.com. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy the week. Enjoy watching the NBA Finals. And we will talk to you guys in a little bit. Peace.